Welcome to Autism Knows No Borders. Discover what's possible when people impacted by autism inspire change and build community. Together with the Global Autism Project, here's your host, Rachel Harmon. Hello, everyone. Our guest today is Jenny Lorca. Jenny is a board-certified behavior analyst and chief clinical director at Early Autism Services. EAS is an international company that provides individualized ABA therapy to children with autism in the U.S., India, and Australia. This year, after significant and impressive growth, EAS was facing challenges that are common with large companies that grow rapidly. They were struggling to cultivate company culture across their local branches, and levels of employee satisfaction were dipping. With a determination to shift their company environment, Jenny and the board of executives at EIS took action and hired the Global Autism Project to step in. For close to 20 years, the Global Autism Project has been providing coaching and training to autism service providers and organizations worldwide to help them scale, thrive, and realize their visions. This summer, we worked with the EAS directors to make our Leadership Academy program accessible to over 90 members of their staff. We tailored our training to meet their needs and delivered the program as a six-week online course that included video lessons, worksheets, downloads, live virtual classrooms, and small group coaching. We recently released a case study that details the challenges EAS faced our approach and design of Leadership Academy, and the outcomes measured through pre- and post-surveys. The results have been overwhelmingly positive. 100% of participants reported new skill acquisition in one or more of four key areas, time and task management, decision-making, integrity, and effective communication. Zero participants reported that they were in a state of burnout after Leadership Academy compared to 24% who were before. 94% of participants said that they would recommend Leadership Academy to other professionals in the field. You can access the full case study in our show notes at autismknowsnoborders.com. We're excited to announce that we're looking for the right company to participate in our next case study. If you think yours would be a good fit, get in touch with us through the link on the page. In this conversation, Jenny describes how attending Global Autism Project's in-person Leadership Academy earlier this year inspired her to invest in her own team. We discuss some of her personal breakthroughs and the gains she's noticed in her staff. Jenny explains how Leadership Academy has transformed the company culture at EIS and, most importantly, the services they provide families. You'll hear us mention SkillCore which is our volunteer program that has been put on hold due to COVID travel restrictions. For more information about the training we provide our international partners, please listen to Episode 2 with our CEO, Molly Ola Pinney. In this episode, discover what's possible when a company is led with care. And now I present you, Jenny Lorca. Hi, Jenny. Welcome to Autism Knows No Borders. Thank you for being here today. Thank you so much for having me. Could you please briefly introduce yourself? Sure. My name is Jenny Lorca, and I am the Chief Clinical Director of Early Autism Services. All right. 
So first, let's just talk a little bit about your background. How did you start working with the autistic population? Well, actually, I was in graduate school and I was looking for a practicum opportunity, just kind of seeing where in the ABA community I fit. And I had a professor who did some ABA therapy in home with young children with autism. And so he said, hey, I have something for you. Why don't you come along with me and just check out what I do? You know, just come to one session, check out the data and just see what happens. And so I did. I went to the session 13 years ago at this very company, actually, and I met the most adorable three-year-old child, and I was blown away by his progress in the graphs and just how much fun it looked like they were having in their sessions. And so I started working with that child. I worked with him for about four years until I got my BCBA, and I've just been hooked ever since. Nice. So you've been at Early Autism Services this whole time? Yes. Mm -hmm. Why are you passionate about this work? So I have met so many families during my time here at Early Autism Services. And to watch each of those families and the hope that they have for their child, and then watching their just amazement and their excitement for their child's progress as they start to talk, as they start to be able to feed themselves at the dinner table, as they start to, you know, actually progress through school with friends and, you know, just seeing all of the excitement on the child's face too. That's why I do what I do. Yeah, I can definitely relate to that. Yeah, I miss working directly with families and getting that feeling that you're really making a difference in someone's life. Yeah. Okay, Jenny, so tell us about Early Autism Services. So we provide services for young children with autism. They are from ages 2 to about 13 years old at this time. And we do in-home services, and we also provide in-clinic services at this time in some of our branches, not all of them yet. Mm-hmm. And you guys are spread across three continents, right? We are, yes. We're in the U.S., but we're also in India and Australia at this time. Wow, okay. So tell us about your role as the Chief Clinical Director. Every day, I get to spend my time helping shape all of the clinical directors we have in the 15 different locations that we're in. So we'll meet together to strategize how service delivery is going to look in their branch. I make higher level decisions about all the clinical services that we're providing, you know, think about new interventions and, you know, the research that's out there. And then also meeting together with a lot of the BCBAs to find out what they're passionate about and to help them reach their potential. Got it. Yeah, Early Autism Services and the Global Autism Project have a really close relationship. You guys are actually our 2020 title sponsor for our SkillCore program. Yes. And Jenny, you attended Global Autism Project's Leadership Academy last January in Texas, where we were all staying at a campsite together. Mm -hmm. What was that experience like for you? It was wonderful. From the time that I walked in, 
everybody was so welcoming to me. They were so excited to get to know me and who I was, but also to include me in all of the activities that they were doing. So I got to do a predictive index along with everybody else to find out what kind of leadership style I was. I actually got to participate in the team building activities, the leadership activities, have some really great discussions with BCBAs from around the world. And so I was I was just blown away with all of the excitement and passion that everybody had for working with kids with autism around the world. It's crazy to think that was January, which feels like ages ago, considering everything that's happened since then. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. So could you kind of walk our listeners through the timeline of events? So you went to Leadership Academy. At what point did you decide and why did you decide to invest in your team at EAS? Yeah. So after I got back from the Leadership Academy in January, I had a long discussion with Ben, the owner of the company. And I said that what I witnessed as far as you know, everybody's excitement about learning how to be the best leader for their skill core groups and also the skills and the way that everybody approached each other with such respect and with integrity. You know, people would say they would do one thing and they would, would indeed do that. I really wanted our team to be able to experience that. I really wanted our team to come together as a group to support each other, to learn together, and also to just be the best leader that they could be. Mm -hmm. So you brought the idea to the CEO, Ben Wessels, and he agreed that the company could benefit from this program, right? So you enrolled 13 clinic directors and how many BCBAs? 86, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So... As we developed Virtual Leadership Academy in collaboration with EAS, we were able to create this six-week online program. So tell us about your experience at Virtual Leadership Academy. So there were a lot of the same activities that I actually got to experience in person, which was so exciting. There were a lot of the things that I wanted my staff to be able to learn, but also it was tailored for us as well. So, you know, Molly actually put in a lot of examples of things that we were experiencing that we as a company needed growth in. You know, they also created new tasks and activities for us particularly after polling the board of directors after talking with the clinical directors she she created specifics so that we could get the most out of our experience so it was actually one of the the best things that i've been able to see this year in 2020 is being in those big meetings with all the bcbas seeing their faces on zoom and seeing the light go on you know, seeing people who maybe were a little bit burned out in what they were doing, but then, you know, looking like they had the biggest smile on their face because they had an aha moment that, you know, they can do this. Like they can actually use self-care to fill themselves up and be a good leader for all of their technicians. I saw people sharing which I know that many of the people that had initially said that they don't like talking in front of people, but there were people who really pushed themselves to share with all of us and they were proud of themselves. And I could see that pride on their face. Mm -hmm. And what was that like for you as their leader? I, <laughs> I couldn't have been more proud of my team. 
they did all the activities, you know, they completed them all, but they also internalized it all. You know, they actually let it not only assist them in their day-to-day tasks at work, but then they took that and they would report using it at home. They used it in their personal lives to better themselves. And lots of them would report to me if I had a meeting with them, how much that was impacting them. And so Mm -hmm. I was proud, but also just very satisfied that this was a very good investment for our company. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Jenny, tell us about some breakthroughs that you learned about yourself. Yes. So prior to doing the Leadership Academy, the Virtual Leadership Academy, I was the kind of leader that really wanted to jump in and solve problems for people. I would work seven days a week. And, you know, many of those days I would work maybe 10 to 12 hour days because I thought that that's the way that you are a leader. You have to put Mm -hmm. yourself out there. You have to be available at any time just to be able to help people solve problems because that they need that support. However, through Leadership Academy, I started to see that setting boundaries for myself so that I could, you know, have those times for self-care actually would make me a better leader. It would make me somebody who is more present for my team. It would make me someone who who actually then could turn around and coach them to help themselves. There was a lot that I learned about the fact that you need to help people help themselves. They need to be coached to figure out their own answers because then they have ownership of those things in their lives and they can be proud of themselves. So they Mm -hmm. won't be proud of themselves as much if I solve it. So that really changed my leadership style. It also taught me to now I take, you know, weekends off from work. And when I get back on Monday, I am just that much more ready for my staff to help and support them. That's huge. I mean, working seven days a week, 10 to 12 hours a day, what kind of impact was that having on your life? Yeah, I was actually to the point where I was exhausted. I actually uh, was was feeling very burnt out myself. I had actually visited a hospital because I wasn't feeling very well. And so it actually was something that impacted my life greatly just to take that time for myself, you know, not only for work, but for personal. Mm-hmm. So what do you do now with your weekends? I spend a lot of time, um, actually my son and I would spend time together, but now we spend more meaningful time together. Mm. So we will go and try new things like during the daytime versus just during the evenings when I had the time before. Yeah. I think you touched on something really important earlier too. You said being more present. And I think that can bring more meaning to relationships when you're there physically with someone, but your mind is elsewhere because you're thinking about the other tasks you have to do for work, mm-hmm. like how beneficial really is that time being spent? Right. So it's, it's amazing that you've been able to kind of clear out this time for yourself so that you can then help other people too, which trickles into your personal life. Yes, it really did. Mm-hmm. One of the other things that we learned in my days in Leadership Academy is that I could show up 
in all meetings feeling like my opinion mattered. So there were, you know, many times that, you know, I would also in groups actually just go with the flow. It was more of one of those go with the flow kind of answers, just so that we were a cohesive group when we were making decisions. And through Leadership Academy, I actually started to understand that, you know, being in the room and my voice mattering, actually, that was something that was essential to me as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I mean, everyone's voice matters. That's what a team really is. You know, the leader can't function without the team and the team can't function without the leader. That's the whole point that everyone wins, as Molly likes to say. Mm -hmm. Yep. And how would you describe the company culture and team morale at EAS before Leadership Academy? So I would say that as a group, there were a lot of people who were probably very burnt out they reported that they were kind of looking for inspiration in their life. You know, they liked their job, but they were just uh, tired and really looking for what's the next thing? How can I grow? And so I feel like Leadership Academy then took those people who were looking for inspiration and opened their eyes to what they could grow into. And so it started here, but they're actually going to continue to grow as they can utilize these tools and they can actually push forward into even better leaders down the road. Mm -hmm. What are some examples of concrete changes that you've observed in your staff after Leadership Academy? So when speaking with the BCBAs around the company, I've noted that they're starting to use the terms for the concepts that we learned. So they will call themselves out when they start to tell something called a story. So kind of focusing on things that are not the facts of a situation, thinking more along the lines of, you know, things that they've made up or told themselves about the situation. So they'll start to tell me something and say, nope, nope. The fact is this parent (laughs) called me (laughs) Mm -hmm. instead of worrying about what happened during it and the, and the worry surrounding what that parent's feelings were about the situation. And they just said, the parent called me, this is what I'm going to do. And so they would affirm that they could handle it themselves. And they just wanted to let me know what they were going to do versus ask me my opinion about what to do. And so that's very powerful. That tells me that they are observing their own behavior Mm -hmm. and they are actually trying to utilize this to to push themselves forward. Yeah, they're holding themselves accountable and even being more decisive and confident when they do take action. Mm-hmm. Yes. I've noted that many of them are actually reserving their lunch hour for themselves now. So if we try to schedule a meeting, they say, I'm sorry, I have an hour off for lunch and I'm going to schedule this afterward. And it's wonderful. I am very supportive of that, that they are taking those times during their day for self-care because that's really important. And since they've been doing that, they've reported that they feel less burned out during the day. You know, if they go and they take a walk or they set very specific hours that they are going to stop their job that day and put their computer away. And so I've been just elated to see that they are doing that. 
Let's just talk about why burnout is such a reoccurring issue in our field. So I know that there's a lot of pressure from insurance companies to bill a certain number of hours. Also, you know, parents just want the best for their children. And so there's this duty to serve and provide the best quality services. What else have you noticed about burnout and why maybe even some clinicians are not used to taking time for self-care? So what I've noticed is that far and, and wide, the people that become BCBAs are the people that want to put themselves out there to assist people, to really dig in and make a difference. And so when faced with situations where parents may be very stressed themselves, they want to go in and they want to assist them. They want to listen to them. They want to answer those calls at 8 or 9 p.m. when the parent is having a really tough time with their child when we're not there. They really want to push hard to create a new behavior plan, even though you know it's 7 o'clock at night and they really should be thinking about maybe taking some time off for themselves. I see that they also very much care about their staff members. And so if a staff member has a question, they don't want to go the next day to be able to answer that question. They want to get to them as soon as possible so that they can help that staff member then go to their session the next day and have all those answers to do the best job. So I think it's that drive to really make a difference and to assist people that that creates that burnout. Yeah. So after Leadership Academy, with your staff being able to set more boundaries, you know, have better communication with each other, with you, with their parents, and being able to manage their time and make decisions more effectively, what does this mean for the families that you're all serving? So similarly to how I experienced my aha moment in Leadership Academy, they're also noticing that even if they create these boundaries for themselves and they take time, they can show up the next day and just be that much more present for their families and their staff members. So the parents, when they come to that BCBA, they will feel that they are listening you know, they they will feel like they have all of the answers that they need. And so they're more available to motivate them to do parent training opportunities so that parents are also able to take ownership of their child's ABA program and thrive in their own home environment. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, that's why we're all here, right? Mm -hmm. It's to help the families, to help the children succeed and reach their goals. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's amazing that you know, the, the families that we're here to serve are also getting the benefits. It's like a ripple effect of Leadership Academy. So what does this all mean for the future of EAS? What we see and hope for the future now is that our BCBAs here are going to continue to utilize these tools to to springboard themselves further and further. Um, we, as, as also their leadership team, the board of directors, are committed to just always reminding them and always, you know, kind of ensuring that they do remember to take those times and they do remember to have belief in themselves 
as a leader. You know, we're always going to be here to support them. So I actually see that trickling down into their technicians becoming more confident in themselves. I see that as something where our parents are feeling more confident in themselves to actually manage their child's ABA program and the kids. Mm-hmm. The kids are going to be getting the best quality services that they could possibly get. Yeah. All right, Jenny, I'd like to close with one last question. What advice would you give other business owners or clinical directors who are looking to enhance their leadership skills? I would definitely say that the Leadership Academy put on by Global Autism Project is something that is worth investing in. I would definitely say that, you know, the amount of growth that I have noted and the amount of capability and the amount of drive to do things to the best ability from my staff is is worth it's priceless really you know they tackle their treatment plans with integrity they're in they're getting them in by their deadlines because they've learned a lot about keeping themselves in integrity at this time, mm-hmm. you know, they are ensuring that, you know, there is nothing left stepped over at the end of each day before they close down their laptop. They're going to ensure that they did the best training that they wrote, you know, that last treatment note. And so, you know, I think that it's very worthwhile for the organization in its own right, the the efficiency that you gain, the effectiveness that you gain, just worth everything. All right. Well, thank you so much for the kind words. And I really hope that other people are inspired by you and see an opportunity for themselves too, as leaders and as empowering other people in the field. I hope so. We really appreciate your honesty and your willingness to help us grow and just spread the program. So thank you. No, absolutely. It's my pleasure, really. It helped us so much. Thanks for tuning in to Autism Knows No Borders. Burnout is real. Time management can be challenging. Setting boundaries can be uncomfortable. Having tough conversations can be awkward. Taking bold action can be intimidating. These struggles are all too familiar for professionals in any of the helping fields related to autism services. However, if we don't take care of ourselves, how can we expect to take care of others? Leadership Academy has been proven to be effective in targeting these key areas. We're currently looking for the right company to participate in our next case study. If you think yours would be a good fit, get in touch with us through the link in our show notes. Thanks for listening. Take care. Tune in each week for engaging conversations of how people across the globe are inspiring change and building community. You've been listening to Autism Knows No Borders, brought to you by the Global Autism Project. You can find Rachel's notes for this episode and learn more about today's guests at autismknowsnoborders.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. By doing so, You'll be helping us increase awareness and acceptance of autism around the world.